Father, for this day, we thank you for all you do. There's no name higher than yours under heaven, amen. Jesus, lover of my soul, Jesus, I will never let you go. upon the rock and now I know I love you I need you and though my world may fall I'll never let you go my savior my closest friend I will worship you till the very end 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 I will worship you till the very end. I will worship you till the very If you got a Bible this morning, if you'll open it up, Coop, I love that. Don't touch nothing, brother. Give Coop and Garrett a big round of applause for always helping out back there. Amen. Open your Bibles to the book of Jonah. First chapter. I can't tell you what it means to have a church full of Godly mothers in it. 
I was thinking about some of you mothers before Christ, how you were so far away from him, but now you serve him with all your heart, mind, body, and soul. I was appreciating that today because a lot of times we think that the moms in this world got it easy. I've never met a mom that had it easy. They're a lot tougher than us old men. Yeah, y'all men all big and bad, yeah, whatever. You get a little scratch, you cry like a baby. Give me a Band-Aid. Moms, they wipe things up, clean things up from top to bottom. A couple weeks ago, our 19-year-old son, roommate in college, he got uh, sick. Justin said that, man, Casey was sick when I left the house, and he was throwing up, and and uh, Justin went back home uh, later that day or the next day, and Casey still wasn't there. He was in the hospital. He had dehydrated from all the throwing up, and, and Justin didn't think nothing about it. About two days later, Justin come home, and we were headed to a rodeo and, uh, for Dalton, and, and uh, Justin called his mom and said, Look, I'm sick. I'm, I've been throwing up all over the place. Now, Justin, stand up, boy. Stand up, baby. <laughs> Now, he's six foot three, I think, or something like that. You can sit back down now. He holds a lot of groceries. <laughs> and uh, we were on our way. We were uh, uh, around Shepherd, and Mary said, I, I need to pull over, and I, I need to get back home because my baby is sick. We pick up the phone. We call Brother Joe and Miss Linda, and I dropped her off at a restaurant, the Rock and Roll Cafe, and she waited for Joe and Linda to pick her up, and she came back home. Me and Dalton went on and headed to the rodeo, and she cleaned up all that throw up and doctored her baby and nursed him to health, and she's been doing that for almost 20 years now for him and 16 years for Dalton. And Dads, I'm going to be truthful with you. I draw the line at some things. <laughs> I, I live in this world like if I got to, if I just if I got to. But mamas, they have to. Because they love kids like I've never I, I don't think you can even wrap your mind around a mother's love. And I thank you, mothers, for loving your kids. And I pray for those mothers this morning. I pray for those mothers who's abandoned their kids, walked out of their kids' lives. I pray for those fathers who've walked out of their kids' lives and left mamas to be single moms, doing mom and dad both work. Bless you. Bless you, bless you. I just got a little video I want to play for you mothers today. And after that, I, I, I want to just keep our boat series going. And uh, mothers, I honor you this morning with this video. Brother Coop, turn out them lights. Our stage lights. There are those who say that this is ordinary. But don't let that fool you. Cooper. 
mother will always be the bravest, least ordinary, most difficult, utterly challenging career that up. anyone ever hopes to lay claim to. While others might hear, diaper changer, food maker, laundry doer, carpooler, bottle washer, sweatpants wear, life on hold, want to be doing anything else, woman. The truth is, whether it feels like it some days or not, you are in fact a shelter from the storm. You are a cape of good hope. You are a warrior who will do battle for your children's hearts, souls, attention, innocence, education, and memories. Go to battle, my friends. This is your time. We will hold strong on either side of you. We will pray for those bottles through the dark watches of the night. And when doubt comes and children break, when adults fail them, and when they push and push as hard against us as the day we deliver them into this world, we will not be broken. We may ache and see cracks tear through our hearts. But we will get up again tomorrow and we will load the clothes and the words that need to be said again and again and again. And when the world tries to claw at them, to break them, to smash the beauty in them, may our walls hold true. May the lessons we've told the truths we've lived, the life we've spoken into them come back easily, predictably, with wash and repeat ease. Kingdom business, Jesus work, this shaping of souls, this raising tiny humans. There are those that say this is ordinary. Don't buy it for a second. Mighty. You are mighty because you, mother. Would all of our mothers in the house this morning stand? Amen. Ladies, in this church this morning, you're a beautiful specimen of what God has created. Thank you for being mothers to your children. Would everyone give them a big round of applause? Amen. You may be seated. Bless you, mothers, this Mother's Day. Amen.
Over the years, I've preached many sermons on the book of Jonah about running from God's call, hiding, trying to do things our way, and those messages have been effective over the years. Some of you have learned lessons from those messages, but today is Mother's Day, and I wanted to stay in the series we're talking about the boats of the Bible, so this Mother's Day, I'd like to look at the men on the ship instead of just Jonah this morning and preach getting Jonah out of your boat. Touch three people and say, get Jonah out of your boat. Getting Jonah out of your boat. Let me give you some background and we'll read the scripture. Jonah was on board this ship. This very symbolic of how we can allow things to get in our lives that don't need to be there. How many have done that before? Allow things in our lives that don't need to be there. This is very symbolic this morning about how we need not to allow things in our life. Jonah 1, the word of the Lord came to Jonah, son of Arnonite. Go to this great city of Nineveh and preach against it because the wickedness has come up before me. But Jonah ran away from the Lord and turned and headed to Tarshi. He went down to Joppa where he found a ship bound for the port. After paying the fare, he went aboard and sailed for Tarshi to flee from the Lord. Verse 4. Then the Lord sent a great wind on the sea, and such violent storm arose that the ship threatened to break up. All the, so all the sailors were afraid, and each cried out to his own God. And they threw the cargo into the sea to lighten the ship. But Jonah had gone below deck where he lay down and fell to a deep sleep. Verse 6, the captain went to him and said, How can you sleep? Get up and call on your God. Maybe he will take notice of us so that we will not perish. Verse 7, then the sailors said to each other, Come, let us cast lots to find out who is responsible for this calamity. They cast lots, and the lots fell on Jonah. So they asked him, Tell us, who is responsible for making all this trouble for us? What kind of work do you do? Where do you come from? What is your country? From what people are you? He answered, I am a Hebrew. I worship the Lord, the God of heavens who made the sea and the dry land. This terrified them, and they asked, What have you done? They knew he was running away from the Lord because he had already told them so. The sea was getting rougher and rougher. So they asked him, what should, we do to, 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 what should we do to you to make the sea calm down? Jonah said, pick me up and throw me into the sea, he replied. It will become calm. I know this is my fault that this great storm has come upon you. Verse 13. Instead, the men did their best to row back to land, but, they, but the, they could not, for the sea grew even wilder than before. Verse 14, then they cried out to the Lord, Please, Lord, do not let us die for taking this man's life. Do not hold us accountable for killing an innocent man, for the man, an innocent man for you, Lord, has done as you have pleased. Then they took Jonah and threw him overboard. And the raging sea grew calm. 
At this, the men greatly feared the Lord, and they offered a sacrifice to the Lord and made a vow to him. Verse 17. Now the Lord provided a huge fish to swallow up Jonah, and Jonah was in the belly of the fish three days and three nights. Getting Jonah out of your boat this morning, ladies and gentlemen. Jonah on board this ship is very symbolic of how we let things in our lives that don't need to be there. It could be sin. It could be harboring up hatred. It could be a bad feeling towards someone else. Something that don't need to be in our life, a wrong relationship. Who's God talking to this morning? It could be allowing something in your life to keep you from moving forward with God. Here are some lessons this morning on getting Jonah out of your boat. Mother's Day, I want you to hear me good, moms. I thank you, moms, for nagging on your children today. Kids are like, did you have to say that, preacher? Getting Jonah out of your boat, I, I, I think there's some lessons we can learn. And the first lessons, mom, that we can teach our kids is, is not to let some things in our lives. Not to let some things in our lives. Don't let him board in the first place. These men didn't realize who was on the ship. And the trouble that they were facing could have been avoided by not letting Jonah on board the ship. Can I say this to you, church? Prevention is better than a cure. Hey, moms know best. Dads know best. Teenagers, you're like, man, I wish I would come to church today. We've been there. We've been through some things. We grew up too. That's why we can talk to you and say, hey, don't go there. You can't hang around with those people. Those kids are no good for you. Now, listen to me. I'm your mama, and when I say it, I mean it. Now, you cannot do that. Prevention is better than a cure. So many times we allow people into our lives and things into our lives before we know if God brought them to our life. Who hears me now? I always say this when I preach around the world and talk to people. I always say, you'll be surprised who's in your church and who sent them. Not everybody come this morning was sent by the Lord. Satan sends some people over here too. But Brother Larry taught me one time, well, if you got a church that runs 100, you got 10% of them sent by the devil. If you got a church that's running 200, you got 20% of them sent by the devil. Let me say this to you this morning. Moms know best. If they tell you you can't do that, you better listen. Good Christian parents know best. If they tell you that, you better listen. Huh? Why do we butt heads with our kids all the time? Why? Because they want to try things. They're working on their testimony. But kids, your life can be a lot better than ours if you just listen. Huh? Somebody hear me this morning. Then mom and dad's like, whoa, I'm glad I came to church this morning. That little girl been driving me insane in my membrane. Youngsters, you might think that your mom is harping on you, nagging on you. But in reality, Justin, Dalton, Kaylee, the rest of you, they're just protecting you. Todd's daughter, he's just protecting you. Don't want you to go through some of the things that they went through. So many times we allow people into our lives or things into our lives. Say things. Things into our lives before we fully know if it is the Lord's involved in them. And these things come against us. A good Christian mama says no and means no. I got something in my boat this morning. 
a good Christian mama says no and means no. When I was a little kid, I'd stay with my grandma in the summer times, and my mom and dad would go honky-tonking around the world. My dad was a guitar player, and we was little kids, man, and we stayed in Chilton, Texas. And my grandma, she said it once, and if we did it again, we saw this. And I was deathly scared of this. She would say, let me tell you something. I done told you once, and I ain't going to tell you again. You better just get, 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 get. Get right. I think there needs to be a little Medina in all the mamas. Somebody say, amen. Uh, My grandma would pick this thing up. She scared death out of me with that thing. I would listen. I would mind. For all you that don't whoop your kids, you're not doing right. You're not doing how the Bible says. The Bible says, rear up a kid in the way he should go. That way, when they get older, they'll return. They'll come back. They'll be back in their spot. They'll trust God. I'll never forget that fly swatter. And she'd never let me forget it either. She'd hang it there. She'd hang that thing there and she'd just point. Yes, Grandma? A good Christian mom says no and means no. She has a good sense of discernment. A good Christian mother, Proverbs 15, 14 says, The discerning heart seeks knowledge. A good Christian mother stays intently connected with God so that she can get the discernment in her heart. She's willing to grow in the knowledge through the reading of God's word, absorbing the truth, and growing up and maturing in her own walk so her kids can see the difference. Somebody grasp that today. Mama, your kids want to see the difference in you today. If there's things in your life, if there's Jonah's in your life, your kids are seeing that. You need to get them out of your boat. You need to toss them over. Mom, if you're drinking, drugging, lying, cheating, stealing, you need to get that out of your boat because you're training these kids and other people. Get that stuff out of your boat. Dad, same for you. Single parents, single people, Get the stuff out of your boat. You cannot walk with God and and get the peace of God unless you get everything in your life according to the will of God. Somebody ought to receive that. Prevention is better than a cure. God grants her discernment in her lives and in the lives of her children. They're well-trained. Say well-trained. Well-trained. Like I said a while ago, I didn't have to ask them boys to come to the front row. They well trained. They don't always like the training lessons. But I'm not worried about what they like or what they don't like. I'm worried about their future. Can I say this? I pray to God I never get a phone call in the middle of the night from Justin or Dalton saying, Daddy, come get me. I'm in jail. Because Daddy's been in jail. And he tells them the truth. Jail ain't no place for you. I look my kids in the eye, and I talk about my past. I say, Daddy, he was a drunk. 
Daddy used to do things. Daddy used to lie, cheat, and steal. I don't want you to go down the same path. So you need to stay with God. God is the way. I look them in the face and I tell them. Mary does the same thing. She inputs things in their heart that, 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 that the, the honest way, the good principles of life. Mar Mary was raised by a great mother. She had took what she had learned and she passed it on to our children. That tells me something, uh, Sister Vicki, if we don't break the cycle in some of these things, it's going to continue. Brother Benny told me one time, he said, look, i got to fix the wheel, the spokes in the wheel, so it'll turn perfectly. Sometimes, man, we got to get a hold of ourselves, say ourselves. And if there's anything in our life that is not supposed to be there, it's like Jonah in your boat. They didn't get, them sailors didn't get no peace, so they tossed him out. What do you need to toss out this morning? You know who I'm talking to. You know who God's talking to. What is in your boat? What is, what is the Jonah in your life that you need to throw out? Keeping you from your blessing. The Judds. Who ever heard of the Judds? Tell me about the good old days. Emma, I'm not a Judd. But the Judds were really famous in the 80s and 90s, and they were a mother and daughter singing duo. And they had this song, and I was thinking about this in my office yesterday. The judge had this good song, and it was called Walk Away Joe. Daughters, you need to hear me. It was about a mother trying to tell her daughter, don't go out with that boy. He's just going to abuse you. He's just going to leave you high and dry. Young ladies, the guy that needs to be in your life needs to be a man of God. If he is not a man of God, you need to keep him out of your life. The judge had this song. It went number one in the charts called Walk Away Joe. Why did it go number one? Because there were probably a lot of moms pushing. I need to hear that again because I was in the wrong relationship. I was going with the wrong guy. I was involved in an abusive relationship, a hurtful relationship. And, and that guy left me high and dry. And in that song, it's like, man, the, the, the young lady had to try it for herself. This morning, young people, you don't have to try what me and your mom and dad's been through. We'll tell you about it. You listen, pay attention, and go the other way. Yeah. Say, avoid the well. Touch three people and say, avoid the, the belly of the well. Getting Jonah off your boat. The second thing, moms, listen to me, that we can teach our kids, moms and dads, realize why the storms are in our life. Verse 10 says, these men did not per, did a personal examination of what was going on. They cried out to their gods. Then they confronted Jonah to see if he was the cause of their storm. Too many times people just keep riding through the storms when they need to get rid of the Jonah. Only to you get rid of some things in your life where you find perfect peace. Can I say something to you? You won't escape trouble, but you can find peace in the storm. You can set sail in a different direction with having a deep relationship with the Lord. You can be 
toss from side to side and call on the name of the Lord, and he will rescue. That's why I never give up hope on anybody. Yeah, there's some people that, 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 are, that are just just evil and just sinful, and, 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 but there's just something about me. I just can't give up hope on them. And I, I, I just think in my heart that I thank God that he didn't give up on me. You know, let me say this to you. Too many times people just keep riding through their storms, going through trial, going through tribulation, when all they have to do is get rid of the Jonah. You will not have the perfect peace until those things are removed out of your life. I don't want you to judge me for this, but listen to me. I walked in the house the other day and my wife was watching Lifetime. Men, don't you judge me. I've learned a thing or two in my 17 years of marriage. If she's got the remote, don't touch it. Man, you know what I'm talking about. She don't rarely grab it, but when she grabs it, it goes to lifetime. And I've learned if I want to fight, grab the remote. If I don't want to fight, I sit there and I'm like, oh, when's this thing going to be over? Oh, my goodness. I, I walked in the other day, and she was watching Lifetime. Y'all better not judge me. I was tired. I sat down in my chair, and I started watching Lifetime, and I was looking, Brother Vic, for the evening news. When's the evening news coming on? But she was embarked in this life now. I said, can I turn it on the news? Nope, I got to see who did it. I can tell you who did it. The same person did it in all the same lifetimes we watched before. Somebody amen me, men. You know what I'm talking about, amen. And I was, and she was watching it, so I started watching it. And, the, and the, there was a mother whose son had did a horrific crime. It actually abused a little girl. And the mother in the movie lied in the court stands and said that he was with her at the time the abuse was supposed to take in place. She covered up for his sin. A real Christian mother will never cover up for their kid's sin. They will call their feet to the fire. A real Christian mama will. Even when my kids are wrong, I still love them but they got to be held accountable for what they did. No phone, no truck, no going out this weekend. No boyfriend, no girlfriend. There have been times I've had to tell that boy there, Rico Suave, hey, man, that girl ain't the right one for you. I was watching this movie, and this mama was just lying for her son. And I started watching it, and Mary looked at me, and she smiled, and I looked at her like, but really, I wanted to see what happened, too, but I just didn't tell her so this morning. <laughs> tell the truth. I'm in church. So I was engulfed in this movie, and, 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 I, and, I, and the mama was on stand line for her baby, and the baby got out of jail and went and hurt another child and actually killed that child. I don't want to get into the whole lifetime because you might want to go home and watch it. But the moral of the story was, at the end of the movie, she came back before the judge and said, if I would have only told the truth in the first case, my son has always had problems. He's always had issues. If I'd only told the truth in the first case, it, it, this other person's life would not be tragically destroyed. I know it was just a movie, and I don't know if it was based on a true story or not, but I can tell you this. 
without a shadow of doubt, a, a good Christian mother does not cover up for their kids' sins. They coach them. They teach them. They hold, us, hold them accountable. A mom will always be there for her children, even when they're grown. A mom thinks about her children long after they've flown the nest, Cindy. <laughs> Miss Cindy, that's Beverly's baby, ain't it? Amen. A mom supports her children's dreams, even when they seem impossible. A mom loves her children in a way that they'll never understand until they have their own children. A mom will defend her children against the world. A mom will take a bullet, catch a live grenade, step out in front of a train, and ask God to take her instead of her child. But she won't lie, cheat, steal, cover up for her kid because she knows that won't do them no good. She won't do that for her husband. She won't do that for her friends. Because she knows that's not God honoring. The last thing this Mother's Day is a good Christian mother teaches you lessons that you'll never forget. This, 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 this story of Jonah this morning teaches us not to get rid of things that are valuable also. Cindy, your mom's taught you some really valuable lessons. Don't you get rid of those things. I sit with people who have a good mama all the time, and they say, well, mama taught me this, and mama taught me that. And I sit with elderly people who, whose mamas have gone on and young people whose moms have gone on, and they'll say, well, mama always said this, or mama always taught me that, and this is how my mama did it. Don't get rid of the valuable things. In the story of Jonah that we read just a while ago, the sailors, they didn't know what was going on, so they started throwing everything. They lost a lot of stuff just because, because they, didn't, they didn't think about, about getting to the source. It's mine and Mary's job. If you got children, it's to teach them values, good Christian values. I don't know if that's important to you. This is your first time here and you got drugged here because it's Mother's Day. Let me say this to you. It's important to teach your kids good Christian values. The values that our forefathers brought this great America thus far. They try to take God out of schools. They try to take it. You know what? You can, you can do anything you want to in the school except for pray. What's wrong with that? If good Christian mamas and daddies would stand up and bring back those values, we can change it back the other way. Go to the polls. Go to the polls. Don't get rid of the wrong things. When we try to fix our problems, our situations, we end up throwing out all the wrong things. I don't know all they lost in their efforts here, but I do know this. Jonah was the problem, not the things they were throwing overboard. Don't work to keep Jonah in your life. Get him out of your life. It's amazing. Even after they discovered that Jonah was the problem, they worked hard to keep him in the boat. If God tells you to get rid of something this morning, you need to get rid of it. Listen, church. 
You can do a million other things, but until you obey the voice of the Lord, you'll always have trouble. Who got that this morning? And I, I had a mom tell me one time, I wish my husband didn't go to church all the time. I wish he'd go back to the bars. wish he'd go back to the drink. At least I knew where he was. Man, it just broke our heart. Yeah, it was stupid. It was retarded. You know where he is today? He's back out there in those streets. Because the mama in the house didn't stay with God. She saw the change, but she liked the old way. She reminded me a lot of Lot's wife. There are too many moms out there that remind me of Lot's wife. They want to party. They want to do crazy things. They, they want to have things their way. Let me say this to you. If that's the road, mama, you want to contend on, one day you will be destroyed. That's not what I want for any mom or dad or children in this house this morning. Somebody grasp that with me this morning. Lot was trying to get his family out of trouble. He was trying to keep his family on the right track. And they were headed away from the sin. And Mama said, I want to go back. She turned back. And the Lord killed her right there and turned her into a pillar of salt. You know, we've got a second chance this morning, Mama, to hear the voice of the Lord crying for us to come forward, to give our hearts to him. Somebody hear me this morning. If you're a mom in this house and you haven't lived for the Lord your whole life and and, and, and until now there, there needs to be a change that's okay it took me and mary 33 years to grow up and grow close to god it was okay nobody nobody judged me can i say this to you nobody judged me for getting up and coming forward in church Nobody judged Oni. Nobody judged Sarah. Nobody judged Mary. Nobody judged uh, 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 BJ's wife, Lori. They got up, they came forward, and they gave their heart to the Lord, and they've been changed ever since. And nobody judged them. Nobody has the right to judge you except for Jesus. If God tells you to get rid of something this morning, you need to get rid of it. You can do a million other things, but until you obey the voice of the Lord, there's no peace. There is no end in the storm. Trusting God is the only way. Those who know your name trust in you, for you, Lord, have never forsaken those who seek you. Moms, if you're seeking a relationship with the Lord, today is your day. Put your trust in God. Moms, if you have children... That's evidence of a gift. If you want that gift today, you have to come and receive it. The Bible says a Christian mother is tempted like other believers to doubt the Lord's hand over her life, yet she remains steadfast in her ability to take care of the family. She establishes a relationship with God and grows every day. When you get rid of the Jonah, your life will immediately get back on course. As soon as they threw Jonah overboard, everything calmed down. If you're here in this house today and you need Jesus in your life, if you come forward when we do that altar call in a minute, I'll pray for you. 
I won't judge you. I won't look at you funny. I don't care about your past. I care about your future. When you get things out of your life, you will find out there's something else amazing there. Just ask some of these ladies who's felt that amazing presence of Jesus in their life. Or some of these men who felt that amazing presence in their life. Every head bowed and every eye closed. I'm telling you the truth today. That as soon as you surrender it over to the Lord, your sea will calm. Today, Mother's Day, throw Jonah overboard. Old hurts, bad habits, wrong relationships, a negative attitude. Throw it overboard. Get it out of your life today so that you can have the peace of God in your life today. Start anew today. Keep your eyes closed, ladies and gentlemen. Moms, dads, anybody else that God is talking to you, there are some Jonas that you don't need in your life. Would you get up right now as they begin to play right now and come forward and let me pray with you this morning? Come on right now. Don't worry about what they're doing. Just get up right now. I won't judge you. Nobody else will judge you. Come on forward this morning. If you need to rededicate your life, get closer to God, remove some things. Don't worry about touching somebody. It's Mother's Day. I feel the tears. Come. Come right now. God is with you. Come right now. Come right now. I'd ask my elders' wives to come right now and pray with these ladies. I'd ask my elders, past and present, come right now and pray with these men and women. Come right now. Get up right now. Come right now and pray for these families. Come on right now. Come on. Get up right now. Come pray. Take one of these by the hand and pray with them. Whatever it is they're going through this morning, Jesus cares. Old hurts, bad habits, wrong relationships. Nobody's judging you this morning. on right now. Don't you wait. One more minute. Yes, Lord. Have your way with these people at this altar. As they come home this morning, have your way with them this morning. Bless you and bless you and bless you. God bless you. Yes, Lord. God bless you and you. We're here to pray for you this morning. Bless you. Bless you and bless you. No matter what you've done, God said he'll put it as far away from the east as it is to the west. Never to bring it up again. All you got to do is ask him to forgive you. 
I feel in my spirit that there's some more that need to get up and come. Who's God talking to? Don't miss this opportunity this morning. Get up and come. Come on home. Get the Jonah out of your boat. Get the drugs out of your life. If you're in a relationship with someone and it's involving drugs, go home and tell them you don't want that in your house no more. Come on, somebody, amen me. Amen, amen. You don't want them drugs in your house no more. You got alcohol in your house, go home and get rid of it. Flush it down the toilet. If there's pornography in your house, go home and trash that stuff. Get the Jonah out of your boat. Dads, if you haven't looked your kids in the face and told them you loved them, do that today. If you haven't treated your wife with the respect she deserves, you start today treating her like the mother of your children. You fell in love with her. Love her more now than you ever have. The Bible says love her like you love the church. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Just a few more minutes, guys. Grace the Heavenly Father, we close out this service by thanking you so much for being in these ladies and gentlemen's lives today. Lord, I don't personally know the reason that they came, but you know all things. Father, would you work a miracle in their lives? I felt like something big is going to happen here now because of this Mother's Day service. I think that there's going to be some peace in some people's lives like they've never felt before. Dear Jesus, the Bible says that you started a good work in us. You'll stay with us until it's complete. Father, what you've done here today at this altar and for these people in these blue chairs, we give you the honor. We give you the glory. And if there's anybody here that has never prayed and asked Jesus into your heart, pray with me right now. Just say, Lord, come into my life and save me. Today I make you my Lord and Savior. I know that I'm a sinner, but from this day forward, I'm going to live for you. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Somebody give God a praise in the house of God today, amen. Amen.